Yeah, so what I wanted to know was your system. Because you've said you've narrowed it down to six. Yeah. Which is, uh, well, it's a wide leg in a quaddy. But, you know, I think that's quite respectable to get a, a 24-horse field down to six. Well, I, you know, like most people, I'm guessing... Uh, I'm guessing you don't want to back a $2.50 favourite in a 24-horse field. So, you know, and I asked the question right off the top of the show tonight, do we want incentivised to win or not? And I reckon, yeah, it's a bit ironic, isn't it? It's favourite because you would have thought most people would be on it. But really, I'm probably thinking most people won't want it to win because it's too short. Do you know what I mean? It's not what I've heard from bookmakers this week. I was mm. talking about, there was an article yesterday in uh, the Herald that some bookmakers are talking about blacking out incentivise, yeah. stopping taking because the, yeah. the hold on it is that massive and it's been taken in multis and that sort of thing as well, which ups the payout well, just for a, okay, bookmakers yeah, as yeah. well. So it has been heavily backed. But you're right, Chris, it has drifted today. Some A, a lot of the bookies are still laying it. So well, the one question over, and but you know, you look at its Caulfield Cup win, and it won going away. It, 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 it's know, a marvelous drawn sense. wide, ran three wide, pretty much all the way. One going away, running away from them, could have extended its winning margin. What it win by three and a half or four lengths, and they say you know, it's it's the biggest win or best win since Might and Power back in well, when was that ninety seven? Mm. Might and Power went on to win. Did the cups double? Yeah, so you, you can understand how and why well, it's got such a following. Um, nine straight, yeah. nine straight. Will that uh, will that picket fence uh, fall over t- tomorrow? So, okay. Well, I'll tell you what I've done. Okay, because I yes. I can't so back a two dollars eighty favorite in a Melbourne Cup. Fair enough. I, I think how many? There's been about one hundred and sixty Melbourne Cups, and roughly ish. And there's been 32 favourites of one. Mm. That's a pretty low percentage. About one in five. A bit mm. Worse than that, right? Yeah. So what I have done, so a 24-horse field. Now, I'm working out, let's say, which of the other 23 runners can possibly beat Incentivise. So my starting point is this. Because it was such a strong win in the Caulfield Cup, as I said, drawn wide, three deep all the way, won easily. Um, I don't think you can back any horse that also ran in the Caulfield Cup. Any horse? No. There were streets behind it. So this is the this is the cornerstone of my logic. Mm. Any horse other than incentivize, right? Any horse that ran in the Caulfield Cup, mm. they don't go in. They're gone. Okay. Because they I can't beat it. Can't go near it. Yeah. This is this is my logic, and it, it might be, it might have have holes in it, lots of holes, Swiss cheese holes. The logic, all right. But that's that's what I'm doing. So, I asked you for your system, so that's okay. All right. This is my system, okay. So here's what I've done. So we're assuming the favourite doesn't win, incentivise, okay. And if you're going to do multis, you, you are going to include it in anyway, yes. right? Or a box trifecta, you will include it. But I'm just trying to find you half a dozen. Other horses at, at juicier odds yep. that I think could be a chance of, of beating mm-hmm. the odds on favourite, right? So I've narrowed it down to you know, half a dozen or so. 
and as I said, my rationale may well have Swiss cheese-like holes in it, but let, let, me, let me go for it here for you. So given the dominance of the Caulfield Cup, we take out all the other runners from the Caulfield Cup that are running tomorrow, right? Uh, they were blown away two weeks ago. So mm. how can they compete now? That's the logic. So that reduces the field by nine other horses, yep. if I've got it right. So we're down to 15 already, okay? So all the Caulfield Cup runners get the chop, excluding one. Can I guess which it's going to be? If you want. Very elegant. Didn't run. Didn't run the Caulfield Cup. No. Sure it didn't run the Caulfield Cup. Check that one. I think so. Came in Cox Plate. Cox Plate. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So you haven't ruled that out. That's a bad guess no, for me. No, I haven't ruled very elegant. <laughs> which is the all. one you've kept in. At all. Which is the one you kept in. Okay. Well, let me get to that. So, you, you following me so far? Yes. And no nine-year-old has ever won the Melbourne Cup. No, that's it. So there goes last year's winner, Twilight Payment. Mm. Gone. Plus it's up two and a half kilos yeah. well, from in weight. Too much. Can't win. Right? So it's gone. So we're narrowing it down further. Number three Spanish mission has to be included. I think was favourite before yeah. um, before the Caulfield Cup. And as a six-year-old, you've got to remember, the most number of wins in the past 15 years have been by six-year-olds. Spanish mission is in. Okay? Very elegant. Must go in. Horse of the year. Nine group ones. Strong in the Cox Plate. Chris Waller searching for the elusive Melbourne Cup victory. Mm. To go all out equal, I think, uh, with the number of group one winners. He's on nine. Different winners. Mm. Is that right? I think it is. Yeah. Different horses. James McDonald. Best jockey on the planet right now? Probably. Arguably? Yeah. So Very Elegant is in. So we've got Spanish Mission and we've got Very Elegant. Who else we got? Grand Promenade, number 16. Loves Flemington. There's one three from five there. It comes in off winning the Bart Cummings. Uh, and again, he's a six-year-old. There's that number six again. Um, and keep you, he was carrying 55 kilos mm. to beat... Um, is it Tarly Rose in the Bart Cummings? So comes back in weight three kilo, three kilos. Mm. Karen McAvoy on board, three-time winner, must go in. Grand Promenade. Now, right down the bottom, number twenty-four, Sir Lucan. Now the the thing going against Sir Lucan jumps from barrier eighteen. Mm. 160 races. Doesn't matter as much in Melbourne Cups. Well, no horse has ever won from Mm. Barrier 18. Ever. Ever. Right? But don't worry about that. I'm not. I don't. No, I'm not worried about that. The thing about Sir Lucan will be at Juicy Odds, too. One of Gay's Waterhouse's two runners. It's a bit of an unknown, lightly raced, but does follow a very similar path to Fiorente. You might have read that article in the paper today. Has only had nine starts. Um, I think has won two or two of the last eight starts, the same as Fiorente mm. did back in 2013, I think it was. And again, trained by Gay Waterhouse when she won the Melbourne Cup on Fiorente. It also went into the Melbourne Cup on its Australian debut, mm. just like Fiorente did nine years ago. Carrying no weight at all. Yep. Sir Lucan goes in. So we've got Spanish Mission, very elegant. 
Grand Promenade and Sir Lucan. And you got one more that did run in the Caulfield Cup. But I'm going to excuse that run. Forget it even ran. Mm. Okay? Its name is the chosen one. Very juicy odds. 50s and up, I believe. I think it ran fourth in the Melbourne Cup last year. Mm. He's only up half a kilo from last year. Jumps from the same barrier as last year. Barrier five last year. Barrier five is the most successful barrier in 100-odd years. Mm. If, again, you like those things. I'll still keep going. Mm. Six-year-old, entire. Mm. Most successful in the last 15 years have been six-year-olds. I keep going. The average winning weight of the winning horse, the weight carried in the past decade, has been 54 and a half kilo. Carries 54. And he's got D-Lane on board. The chosen one, my friends, comes in. So there you are. Spanish mission, very elegant. Grand promenade, the chosen one, Sir Lucan. There are one, two, three, four, five runners. Mm. And, of course, you've got to throw out incentivize. Throw it in, rather. The mm. yeah, In my opinion, the unbackable favourite. I like it. Okay. It's a very good system. Well, it will be Look, shown to be a, a good or a bad system. Tomorrow, yes. There's a few I, I like say, that I that have slipped through there, but that's yeah, right. I know, well, I know, and, and, and everyone yeah. can say that, and there's mm. a case can be made for most of it. There's probably mm. five of them that shouldn't even turn up. <laughs> well, I, I was just doing that before while you were doing that. I was putting a line through 10 that couldn't win. Yes, okay. I, have I've you got, got that? Yeah, I've so... Throw, okay. I'll put this on the record. Yes, please. Ocean Billy, can't win. Can't win. Salino, can't win. Well, I heard someone tipping that tonight, but yes, okay. Johnny Get Angry, can't win. Sorry okay. to our texter that has backed it. Can't yes. win. Yes. Night can't win. No, can't. Kariff, please, no. can't win. No. Master of Wine, can't win. No. Nice name. Miami Bound, can't win. No. She's Ideal, can't win. Sorry, I think no. we've got another texter on She's Ideal each way. Oh, no, chosen one each way all day. Oh, Future that... score, can't win. No? And I'm going right. to put a bit of a, a shorter one in. Mm. I'm going to say Persan can't win. Yeah. I, I go along with that too. Mm. And most of them, uh, you would have seen a lot of those horses you just mentioned running the Caulfield Cup. Yeah. So I put a line through all of them. Yeah. And they got... You know, and again, I'm only a hack whack. punter. Yeah. I'm a hack punter. And I come out of my cave spring carnival time. Mm. And as I said earlier, I spend yeah. the next nine months... Finding the fun tokens, finding the fun tokens to. I'll tell you what, I like the full bottom. If I, I'm going to take a yes, a first four tomorrow, the full bottom weights. Nothing stupid I'll, about Charlie that. Rose, Floating Artist, Great House, Sir Lucan, all have arguments for them. I like all four of them. Mm. I might stick incentivize in there as another one. Keep those texts coming through to uh, uh, Mad Russian and Wah. Yes, let's all be pulling for the country miracle that is incentivize. Uh, we can all still have a punt on night's order. Uh, very elegant, or Jack, uh, Charlie Rose, um, she's ideal. In fact, all of the above. Uh, a lifelong Sydney friend is an owner in Great House, um, as is Sir Winston's grandson. So get on, Bondi Jack. We, who did I speak to? I spoke to someone yesterday, actually. 
racing. Gee, sorry, Andrew Hawkins. Yes. Yes. Racing manager of Great House now. There we go. There with High Claire. Yes. There we go. Thank you. Yes. Very so astute he, judge too. Yeah. Andrew. Well, he uh, he circled those bottom bottom four. I really like three. the yeah. look of those bottom four weights. All good jockeys. All well trained. And carrying about, lightweights in the Melbourne Cup is always a good thing. It's even better if there's a bit of um, bit of moisture in the, yes. in the pitch. Uh, the chosen one each way all day, boys. The Wombats listening mm. in from Shell Harbour. He's on the same page as me. Um, and uh, this one, the Timmy, the tall man, still listening is Timmy. He's already, I guess he's already, um, he's already had his second, I don't know, or maybe third. Uh, after listening to Chuck Berry lately, he knows what needs to happen. Should he put his hand up? Um, to coach Tim the Toolman. They're great texts. Keep them coming through. 0457 736 736. Or if you want to jump on the open line, you can do that. It's 1300 01 1170. You're listening to Higher Ground. Yes, Higher Ground. That's uh, that's where you're at. Higher Ground. Uh, Chris with you up until midnight. Uh, the Mad Russian is with me as uh, well. We're having a bit of a Melbourne Cup segment uh, right here. We're just talking through the break, actually, me and the Mad Rusky. Um, the pitfalls of race day, and there are can be many. There can be many, particularly at Melbourne Cup Day uh, and any other carnival in the spring carnival, that is. It's a long day, and uh, you might want to text in about this too. What are some of the pitfalls? I mean, mm. you've got 10 races at Flemington. You've got nine, I think, at Royal Randwick as well. Yep. So most of us, if we're going to a Melbourne Cup function tomorrow, if you're not working, and uh, it should be a public holiday, that's an argument for another day as well. But how do you pace yourself? A, um, pacing yourself with this stuff, right? You've got to be responsible. So you've got to pace yourself that way. And you've also got to pace yourself with this stuff as well. Because come three o'clock, race seven, the big one, there, there might not be anything left in the wallet. Do you know what I mean? You, just got you to can't have a bet in every race. No, you can't. And your stake has got to be small. But I want to. Yeah, you I know, know you, you want, want but to. you've got to resist that temptation. It's like you want to go out and get and smashed on a Tuesday, but you have to no. resist that temptation. Yeah. You're going to be at the pub tomorrow? Yes. Okay, so you've got to be, it's got to be pace yourself. It's got to be drink a little less than you would to normally to start. Well, it's got I, to be gamble well, I might a little go less on, I'm, and, and than you would to start. man mightn't like this. I might go on the shandies. <laughs> What's wrong with the shandies? <laughs> hey? Tooley doesn't like me having the shanties. Just have a, a just have a midi or something. Just ease oh, I'll yourself go further. into that. I'll have a seven ounce. I'll have a seven ounce shandy. There you go. You don't even, you've never seen a seven ounce, have you? My granddad no, used to it, uh, drink out of them. Seven ounce. Half, yeah, probably half a, half a pot. Well, not quite. Maybe the half a skewy, actually, the old seven ounce, if they oh. still uh, make them. Goodness so pace me. yourself. And maybe have one and then a water. But the trouble is, right, come... Race seven, Melbourne mm. Cup. If you've had a, yeah, if you've had a few brewskis, right along the way, well then you're you tend. Correct me if I'm wrong. You tend to shell out more of this than you probably should have done if you hadn't had brewskis. So they work hand in hand, and there are many many pitfalls, aren't there? Many many pitfalls uh, in racing. Hello, Chris, and uh, the what was that echo in my ear? The Mad Russian. <laughs> Love yous both. Just letting you know, I do like uh, the Russians. Uh, Kostya Zhu, um, Safin, or Marit Safin, I guess, Maria Sharapova, um, and Daniel Medvedev. Not so sure about Putin, though. Uh, only if the mad Russian no, likes him. No, I couldn't agree more <laughs> with you there, Texter. Who is your favourite uh, Russian sports person, mad Russian? 
Oh, put me on the spot there. Yelena Isambayeva, the pole vaulter, was superb at her sport. Yes, That's okay. one from left field. She was quite handy on the... On the pole? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was yeah. terrific. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that was the first one that came on me. And Andre Rublev, another very good tennis player at the moment. Enjoy watching him. Is it also true Russian women always have to add an A at the end of their last names? Uh, why is this Why is this so? Uh, it's generally so. I think it's just cultural practice. I, I couldn't tell you. No, Sorry, look, the, the Christian name. The yeah. Christian names, they, they do, don't they? The, yeah, the, yeah. the ladies, the females add an A. They um, add an A. So if I'm Molchanov, mm. the female would be Molchanova. And what about the Christian name, though? Well, that's I think whatever. they do that, do don't they? I don't think so. I think uh, that's the same Okay. Well, well, you should know. You're Russian. Uh, no, I couldn't tell You're you. You're half that. Russian. Sorry, texter. You're half Russian. And my point is, don't go Russian into things tomorrow. Yes, Take your time. Point. Take your time. And I think very elegant. This has got nothing to do with Russian. Uh, we'll win the Melbourne Cup tomorrow. Sneaky favourite. And uh, we'll win. Who's that from there? Came from me there. That's Eric. Eric. I hope you, uh, I hope you have a, a good day tomorrow, Eric. Well, on the Russian theme, here's a trivia question for you. Mm. What Australian sporting event did Russia win in 1946? I'll ask you the question again. What Australian sporting event did Russia win in 1946? It wouldn't happen to be the Melbourne Cup. Would it? Russia was a horse and won the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> Very good. Yes. Very good. Wartime Cup too. Yes. Russia in 46. There you go. No bloody shandies on Cup Day. Wah. Un-Australian. <laughs> He's too Timmy, right. Timmy the tool man. Okay. Well, I will. I will. I'll just have a lager top. Incentivize out to four dollars ten on the tab TAB tote. That'll no. that'll come in, Timmy. Yeah, yeah. That'll come that. right back in. Yeah, uh, we're still talking Melbourne Cup, aren't we? Mm. We're still talking Melbourne Cup. Um, we should have probably done a sweepstakes. It's too late to start thinking about these things uh, on the run. One of the uh, the horses that everyone seems to like um, is Grand Promenade. Karen McAvoy knows exactly how to win Group Ones. Knows how to win Melbourne Cups. Uh, let's hear from uh, Kieran McAvoy. Still excited with um, this horse and his chances. I think, um, you know, what appeals to me is his Flemington record. He's, he's got a love for Flemington and, um, you know, five starts for three wins in a second. And some of those wins at Flemington were, were really quite soft. Um, obviously, he's, you know, he's meeting a, <laughs> a couple of stronger key opposition members on, on Saturday. Uh, sorry, on Tuesday, but... Um, You'd be confident that he can run the trip. Obviously, I've got to give him the right ride. So, you know, going out with a bit of an open mind as to where we, we, we position, you know, he's shown nice toe from the barriers to, to take prominent spots, um, you know, in his most recent staying runs. Yeah. It's um, a case of just trying to offset that barrier and, and, and riding the race as it unfolds, and, and hopefully I can do that to perfection. Grand Promenade loves, as I said earlier, loves Flemington as one three of, of five starts there. Um, and comes in off winning the, the Bart Cummings. So a six-year-old, there's a lot that stacks up for Grand Promenade. So that's why it's it's probably on, I think, about the third line of uh, betting. I'm just reading this here by James McDonald. Uh, this was written this evening, uh, and it is on uh, racing.com uh, website, or the app that I've got here. He's just going on to say um, he hasn't won a Melbourne Cup yet, but he has had a, a bit of luck in the race. So he finished second on Fiorente in 2012, then third in 2016 on Hartnell. 
He says they're hard to win, but very elegant is definitely one of my best ever chances. He says he galloped her yet on Saturday and she's absolutely humdinging. Uh, dead set, whether she's a Melbourne Cup winner or not, she's going to run so well, it's not funny. Seriously, I haven't felt her work as good. I'm telling you, she is going great. Very elegant. Trained by Chris Waller, uh, 57 kg. That's the only thing. Can She's only a small horse. Uh, five-year-old mare, I think she's, isn't she? Um, can she carry the uh, the impost? The impost, as they, they like to say in the racing uh, game. On the second line of betting uh, is Spanish Mission. And before incentivized romped home in the Caulfield Cup, Spanish Mission was, I believe, on the first line of betting. And uh, it is ridden by Craig Williams. After having a sit on him yesterday, I uh, couldn't be more, more happy, even though I didn't uh, get to, to work him fast. But just um, it just gave me a little bit more of an understanding to to his mannerisms and uh, his personality, which is he's pretty easy for a jockey, actually. So um, he, he brings that same attitude and uh, feeling and the way that uh, he, he went around the track yesterday. They try and switch him off at the start. So usually it's an indication that they don't want him to get too aggressive and too competitive too early, especially in Europe where there's a lot of undulating tracks. So it's all about having him to relax. So that was one of my concerns, always found himself back in the field. And then after... Uh, and then after having a sit on him, I realised that, no, it's not the case. And speaking to his trainer, Andrew Balding, last night, that was a question I posed to him. He said, no, that we just rode him like that because of the opposition, the way that races were ran. He's, we think he's quite brilliant. And he feels like he travels and he's got an acceleration. And that's exactly what he felt like yesterday. Yeah, Craig Williams is on board um, Spanish Mission. So, again, another six-year-old. Mm. And, and they are the ones in the past decade or so. It's been the, the six-year-olds. And, and over the 130 or 150 years, uh, four- and five-year-olds have, have won the most. Mm. But in the last decade or so, it's been six-year-olds. I uh, said earlier, one outsider I'd like to include is Sir Lucan. It's the bottom weight, number 24, carrying 50 kg. Gay Waterhouse, uh, with Adrian Bott, isn't it? Yeah. They're both teamed up, haven't they? So she won um, uh, the Melbourne Cup back in 2013 with Fiorente. Now, this horse uh, follows a very, very similar pattern to Fiorente. Let's listen to, uh, listen to Gay. Well, it is lovely. He's an exceedingly talented, very, very natural, um, uh, fluid horse. He's a very, very talented horse. And... Glenn Boss, when he rode him yesterday, said there are so many things about him. You know, you've got to remember Glenn's only sat on him once, but he said there are so many things about him that remind me of Sir Dragonate. He came here a fit horse, so you've been able to maintain that, obviously? And when he arrived at Werribee, he was, well, you wouldn't be happy with him going to the Cup. He couldn't have gone to the Cup. So it's been an absolute blessing uh, that we've had the time we've had to, to, to get him to put this condition on and and you know, the sun on his back. And he, he's just thrived, absolutely yeah. thrived. Gay Waterhouse there. Um, yeah, so she's got a couple of runners. Uh, that bottom one, I don't mind. It's Sir Luke mm. and um, not a lot known about it. Only had nine starts making uh, its Australian debut in the race that stops the nation. Bossy riding it. He knows how to win, doesn't he, mm. Glenn Boss? So, the big ones. Uh, there you are. Look, I hope we may have sort of helped you out there. If you are, weren't sure where you might be throwing your hard-earned uh, we do encourage you, if you are going to have a bit of a flutter, to do so responsibly. Set yourself a limit. But above all else, and Toolman will attest to this, if you are enjoying a shandy or two, have a great day.